Welcome to the Next Chapter podcast. It's been almost two weeks since we last spoke to the formidable Cheryl Adler. She is now ending off her exhibition in Cape Town on the 14th of April. Do check it out in Cape Town. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, you can also follow her on Instagram. Without further ado, this next episode which is about a formidable woman as well is based on my reflection about the book a renegade called Zimpiwe written by professor Dineo Pumlakola I delve into different aspects uh, about the book and also what I think should happen when we write about artists and also how we can formalize thinking around artists work especially in the literary context without further ado i hope you enjoy your weekend please grab a cup of tea or a cup of coffee in the morning while listening to me i wish you all the best until next time bye Well, hello there. Um, Thank you so much again for joining us for this podcast episode on the Next Chapter podcast with Balesa Sohomotsumutsumi. If you don't know who I am, I am the host with the mostest. I always refer to myself as someone who loves books and also loves speaking about failure in one go. Therefore, If you are listening for the first time, this is the second series um, of the Next Chapter podcast. And this season, we have chosen to speak about books and things that interest us about those books. And I'm also really keen to speak to authors who have written certain books and also artists who have actually been very instrumental in Uh, gathering information around um, very interesting topics and also in the last episode we spoke to Cheryl Traub Adler and she's an artist based in Cape Town and she just recently opened her exhibition at number six Spin Street uh, in Cape Town and it was a wonderful experience I got to open the exhibition and speak about the contribution and the offering that she made in the arts community as well as the work that she produced during a heavy heavy time in our world apart from all of the things that i've been getting up to uh the last time we had a little chat i have been based for the past two weeks in Cape Town working through some interesting work with artists and also looking at different ways of engaging the public and also making sure that there is uh, some form of conversation around um, art making I suppose um, because of my background in the arts. With that said, I'm going to go into my current read. Um, I'm very excited to introduce you to my current read, and that is by Professor Dineo Pumla Kola. And this book is called A Renegade Called Simpiwe. 
and this is primarily dedicated to the artists in Piwe Butelezi who I got a chance to spend time with in Cape Town and she is one of the most amazing artists we have, young artists we have in South Africa. And one of the things that I love about Simpua's work, I encountered her work in um, in a in a program that was instituted by the Back Factory Art Studios in Johannesburg. Now, this book, I kind of wanted to have it in my bag traveling to Cape Town, and I took it off the shelves just before I left Bloemfontein, and it was such an amazing reminder of just one of the topics that I've really been interested in for a long time has been um, how we engage with musical um, stars and artists uh, in in the literary field. And Tineo Pumla Gola wrote a book on Simpua Dana. Simpua Dana is a jazz artist in South Africa who um, is primarily known for her eclectic sound and also made a lot of music in the early 2000s that really spoke to the Pan-African agenda and being also a rooted child of the soil and also somebody that really is interested in the intersectionality um, of our world and how we are connected as human beings. And her music is quite spiritual, rooted in deep Kosa sounds and I really like her music. I really like Simpura Dana's music. And it really speaks to a part of me as a reader and as a writer that is expressive and free and joyous at the same time. So this book is called A Renegade Called Simpiwe. And I love the word renegade. Let's start there, right? Um, renegade for me means so much uh, so many things and so many um, renegades have come through in this world in this time and I'm hoping that I'm speaking to renegades all across the world and if you are a renegade please also follow me on Twitter and uh, you know I'm at Jaji T-Y-A-T-Y-I and let me know what makes you a renegade right based on some of the 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 chapters that I've read, I always like reading this book from the from the last chapter. And I mean, I also feel that reading this book, you almost feel like you're in the mind of um, Pumla Dinewakola when she speaks about Simpiwe in different aspects and writes about her work. And one of the things that I enjoyed about reading this book, I've read it three times. So anybody that knows me, I, if I love a book or if you've heard some of my podcast episodes, when I love a book, I read it more than once. Or sometimes I revisit it and go back to the to the to the book and read parts of it. And I think that's also part of just like searching and knowing and understanding writing from different angles. So um, I really enjoyed this last chapter because it's really, really interesting how the author almost 
combines different aspects, different opinions about Simpiwe's work um, and includes different voices and different artists in in dissecting the the person that is Simpiwe Dana. Um, and as usual with this ep- with the series, I will read aspects of the book in um, in the podcast. And also, as I'm paging through this book, you will you will hear the pages, you know, in the background. So this is what I'm doing to bring context to and and bring you closer to my to my process as a podcaster and as a reader and a writer. Um, so this is quite a short chapter because it really just tries to conclude um, the book Um, and I remember the second time reading it a couple of years ago I started with this last chapter um, of the of the book so the book is divided in different um, chapters all of them take an essay format and you can actually read through each um, chapter separately and look into what made uh, Professor Pumla Dinagola um, write in this manner I think that she's known for writing in this manner and making so many uh, people understand different subject matters with a different eye um, and so with this last chapter it's titled Beautiful Complexities Departures and in the very beginning of this book you can of this chapter um sorry it really speaks about um what simpredana means to um two of south africa's foremost creatives um uh, and i will start the reading from that page which is the page where um the author writes about um simpredana and includes these different voices So here goes. Often the most important part of our human existence is our ability to imagine. Bibi Bakari Yusuf. Speaking to Penny Libiane about Simpiwe Dana, the photographer and writer Victor Lamini spoke about the musician's beautiful complexity. He commented that although people had not bought copies of One Love Movement on Bantubiko Street, that CD would become a reference point and a classic that people would return to again and again. He spoke about it as a layered album and of culture noir as an album that is a canvas where you get the colors of the music. While I agree with Lamini about both albums, I'm also aware of how out of step with Victor's evaluation the public response was. I also know how hard it must have been in how hard it must have been to produce something that transcendental and be be met with both hostility and near silence. I remember how wounded she felt the December immediately after its release. She was also shut shut she was also startled by the very personal attack that that cultural critic and essayist Bongani Madondo published in place of the review his readers expected. 
In the article, the usual the usual perspective Madonda launched into a bizarre personal dear tribe in which she commented disapprovingly on Simpua's personal and love life with her former partner with whom she had children. This there was no evidence in that piece that Madonda had even listened to the CD. I suspect that he had in fact listened to it but had simply chosen not to engage it engage at it engage it at all this is a writer's prerogative however it would have been more honest for a writ- for a writer of madonda's caliber to be open about this choice i was taken aback by this response from madonda in dear soul sister even though the bulk of the responses to simpua's second album did make sense let me clarify I was not surprised by the specific article because it is not uncommon to have women artists lives commented on rather than their work whether this is done with approval or decision the visual artist and feminist curator Nondobe Gondombela argues that this is a very effective way of deflecting from the content of transgressive women's work therefore often rather than write a review or engage the ideas of technique and techniques of a woman whose artwork unsettles us reviewers write pieces about her in the one love move in the one love movement on bantubiko street simpiwe was dealing with thoughts ways of being possibilities and offering an invitation to imagine ourselves in ways that people were not ready to hear it was time but often we flinch and turn away from precisely what we most urgently need to hear what was surprising and disturbing was the fact that madondo a writer who has consistently started stayed straight at the difficult and discomforting in artistic expression from the african world before was its anchor he was to choose differently that time a fact which still holds some measure of mystery from for me all these years later perhaps the reason mustana's third album is so awe inspiring is because she wrote it to affirm herself as she has suggested in interviews maybe the same way that people may have picked up on the sadness she felt when she wrote her second album we pick up on the affirmation when we listen to the third one rather that rather than break down she worked and gave herself what she needed to begin to heal both culture noir and love came at this at the tail end of that healing the range of feelings that saturate every note and every lyric on her third album are connected to this simpiwe is an artist able to turn anything into magic so i love this part of this book because it really deals with the issues that we know exist when it comes to women artists or even when it comes to mu- uh, musicians who happen to be women and i mean i say this with careful um with with careful uh uh with a careful push because i think that most of us who are in this um 
art world or even in the in the in the musical world who appreciate music who appreciate art to appreciate literature um can understand what uh professor pumla dinawakola was saying uh when she said she did not agree with um writer bongani madondo but because my podcast is not about you know trying to read the room per se <laughs> although i'd love to do that one day i think that my value and the things that i'm trying to do with this podcast is to really shine a light on various voices that really have impacted my thinking when it comes to uh literature and um i think i remember a conversation that i had a while back with my best friend who is a literary um with who's a literary person as well and somebody that I really adore and I love discussing different topics with around feminism black art uh literature world politics and everything else in between we often would get to why we did not agree with certain um writings that professor pumla dinawakola put out um and i remember speaking to her and i said that i enjoyed reading the book arenic aid quotes in pewe and for some reason this was the first time i read um a book that a woman writer wrote on a black woman um musical artist or artist and it was very important for some of the the things that she said for me to hear and she affirmed so many things within me as a writer and an artist that i kind of took forward and it propelled me to work even harder in on my career but also i think that um this book was a marker and a signifier to my into my in, in into you know my entry into the arts and it really catapulted my my understanding of who i am within the arts and i really appreciated the writing it was simple very succinct uh, easy to read able to um understand what was said even the big conceptual ideas that came into being um i really appreciated those as well and coming into a full circle moment right now with my life i feel that this book really is um my my bible in a, in a, in 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 inverted commas <laughs> you know in terms of the things that i've experienced um as a as an arts practitioner but also just not only that but as a human being i think this book also makes it even more pertinent for many artists to read about Simpue Dana and how she has navigated certain life experiences and how there is a certain tension between the author and the artist and obviously that conversation has always taken place publicly and always taken place with some form of uh, uh, um you know negotiation around who's right and who's not um who's not saying the actual truth or who's not saying what really needs to be said um and i think 
in South Africa, there's always this perception that we all need to be right about certain things all together at the same time. But this book is a reminder for me to kind of go, okay, um, it's possible to have two different women you know, having two different types of careers in the arts, but speaking to one another and having that tension in their work and continuously and quietly doing the work behind closed doors when nobody's there to actually witness their process. And only then when we get to see the final product, whether it be an album, whether it be a book, whether it be a seminar, whether it be a big show or concert, we really see the effort that these women put in, in terms of making their work visible um, in a world that does not, that refuses to, to actually see them um, in, 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 that, in the way that they see themselves. So I like the fact that uh, Professor Dinoa Pumla-Gola mentions in this last chapter how it's important to, um, to always look at Simpuetana's work with a different um, warmth than we would um, other, uh, other counterparts in, in the musical fraternity. Because what she had done for us as a nation and what she continues to do to, for us as young people who have lived through, um, who have witnessed uh, atrocities um, in our country, we really are conscious of how Simpuetana has played a role in that and has remind had reminded us with Lang, with her album, the second album, and her third album, so many things that we needed to understand about being black, and in and about living through uh, a time that is well, that really required us to understand um, where we came from and where we're going. And I think for me, the one thing about this book that also makes it even even beautiful is that it it really talks it talks to the power that black people have with one another um, whether they agree or disagree they're always there's always something about black people that makes it even more beautiful there's always something more incredibly magical when black people are, are in one room and are able to agree and disagree on many aspects um, and many things um, and the the cover really makes me really really excited um, because it's really a, a, a simpua at her best, you know, um, very subdued, graceful, extremely regal, and um, you know, with just her her face and her beauty, it really reminds me of a, a real artwork and a real representation of a an African woman who is searching and constantly um, affirming herself in many ways through her work. And I really liked this beautiful written piece of art. I, I, I really think that the year that I got into the arts and I read this book, it was 2013. And I remember making a decision while I was in Amsterdam um, in December, really, really incredibly um, lucky to have traveled abroad. And sitting outside uh, Amsterdam, I was in a small town celebrating Christmas alone. 
and I remember thinking wow you know I want to be able to write books and travel and be in different cities and be able to witness other people's work artistic work and in that year um I I I was able to to read this book um and it's it's important to remind um you as my um as my listeners the importance um of of getting into uh the habit of reading uh people who are not necessarily going to agree with what you think uh or people that won't that you won't necessarily agree with because it opens up a whole lot of ideas and moments and things that you are able to to get um embroiled in and interested in and of course I don't always agree with Professor Dineo Pumla Gola's uh, writing um I don't always agree with what she says or what she does or what she's written but I do think that this uh text this is a necessary necessary work for everybody to to know about Simpua Dana and to write and and maybe continuously write about Simpua in ways that are not as agreeable to this text and also to inquire with her and involve her and be part of her um trajectory and give space for that conversation to take place so hopefully these are things that uh will make you read the book or even get interested in her music and because i'm going to be starting a new job in the music industry i'd really 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 like you guys to be patient with me as i navigate this new new terrain um last year i was part of a very beautiful project in the music industry and i think it's going to be a wonderful one as well now that i'm entering into another chapter of my career of my life and um yeah i'm very excited to be entering into this new chapter and next time i will be reviewing yes drum roll drrr. um next time i'll be reviewing a book that i took out um at the library in cape town <laughs> and i never i ended up not reading so i actually think it's a challenge for me to um by the book uh, so i'll be reviewing the triangulum um by masande nchanga um and i'm really looking forward to that um and i really have been wanting to read that book for a long time it's a big read it's a big big read but i'm ready for that um and i hope you join me in in the pursuit of navigating uh, my new chapter in my job and wish me luck for everything that's to come um this episode was inspired by i told you simpiwe butelezi she's an artist that is based in cape town now and she is really really great um check her out if you don't know who i'm talking about and also because she is her simpia dana's her namesake this book carried me through my trip in cape town for the past 2 weeks and i i really am excited to see simpia dana again uh performing um and being on stage 
um i think she's got a show uh coming up in Joburg. so if you are listening please go check it out and also unfortunately um I could not have Cheryl Chubb Adler again for the second uh, part of our conversation. Um, she's quite um, busy with her uh, work and wrapping up the exhibition in Cape Town. But if you haven't listened to our conversation, please go. And I'd like to apologize for the rain and the noise and the background for that particular episode. I have been receiving feedback around that and I am working on making my uh, podcast fresh and crisp and better and also apologize to everybody that ha- was looking forward to the second part of our conversation um, hopefully in the future we will have her on the podcast and yeah I really hope you have a wonderful wonderful Easter weekend I hope that you will spend time with your loved ones and really put effort in in uh, all that you do and all that you want to create and achieve from me um, I am really hoping to hear from you on social media I am on Twitter and on Instagram at Jaji T-Y-A-T-Y-I you can also email me at JajiSA at gmail.com I am there and available Um, And also, yeah, lots to be announcing in the next couple of days and weeks uh, on social media. You can catch me there. And um, yeah, if there's anybody who is willing to be any, uh, to be my interviewee, please get in contact with me. And um, if there's a book that you'd like to suggest that I read or anything of that nature, I'm always willing to read um, books that intrigue me, that interest me and pick my passion for the arts. Alrighty, bye. I'll see you again next time. Um, Please do uh, follow the podcast page on Instagram. It's on, um, it's not been updated as of yet i'm working on new content however you can follow us at failure underscore podcast and also on twitter it's at podcast underscore failure so yes please do follow us on twitter at podcast underscore failure on twitter and then on instagram the handle is at failure underscore podcast Alrighty. My name is Palisas Khomutumutumi. I am the host of the Next Chapter podcast with Palisas Khomutumutumi. Till next time, take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to my fifth episode. I really appreciate your ears and please don't forget to email me and let me know what you think or even recommend a book I can review. As usual, this is a podcast around failure and what that means for each of you who are listening out there. 
I'm a creative that always loves to learn many things and apparently I have the knack to absorb a lot of information and put it out in a graceful manner. At least that's the feedback I've gotten from many people who I got to meet in Cape Town on my recent trip. I think this is a, a good way of ending off this episode on Simpur Dana. She is an artist, a mother and a sister and I was privileged enough to watch her talk to another podcaster about her life and um, I absolutely, absolutely think she's got a good thing going. As usual, please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Kyachi and it's spelled T-Y-A-T-Y-I. For those of you that don't know what Kyachi comes from, I'll just give you an anecdotal uh, send-off. A friend of mine who was in the literary space once said to me, um, I am Unonchachambo in Kosa, which means Palesa, which means flower. And Palesa is a Sutu name that my parents gave me when I was born. And Unonchachambo is the Kosa meaning of Palesa. It's a very long name. And so to shorten it, he said, I am Kyaki. I hope wherever he is, Unati, thank you for the name and I continue to carry it with grace. Kyaki, that's how you pronounce it. A lot of people don't know how to pronounce it, but it's Kyaki for Nongyakyambo. I hope you have a good week and see you next time. <laughs>